Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 438, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary. Joined as always by my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm good. What's new down in uh, Florida? Not much. No. No. You, you getting the shakes with the uh, course being closed? I guess you're only missing a day so far because it's always closed Monday, right? Yeah. No. I'm do you do you always play like one time during the week and then one time we on play the twice? Weekend? We try to play twice now. Yeah, twice during the week. Yeah, we play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Well, that's pretty good. That's my yeah, what's one of the day. What's more concerning is what Mr. Detweiler's schedule is going to become when its days get shorter. What do you mean by that? Uh because he won't be able to cuz he you know, he works and he meets me at the golf course at 4:30 quarter to 5. Oh, he can't sneak out and play. Yes. It, it, no, you won't have enough daylight is what you're saying. That is correct, right? That's the best you. that's the best one of the day. Are you excited for the start of college football season coming up? Uh, yeah, not really. Kinda. Yeah. You like it, but you're not in love with it like you used to be. Seems like. Is that an accurate assessment? No, I still like it. It's just yeah. I, I, I just got stuff to like. I play golf now. Like I liked it. It seemed like more when I was in the north because it just pacified me when the days were miserable. It was like a tent pole. You would you would focus on that Saturday. And watch college football all day. Now you want to go play golf and have lunch at the club, and you could care less about the early games for the most part. Right, right. I understand that. I understand that mentality. I was just looking on uh, on Twitter, and I, I follow a lot of UConn stuff, and people are complaining about Jim Mora already. Is it? Has he even coached a game? They yet? haven't coached a game yet. Well, but, what's and- the problem? Well, apparently an article came out where uh, they went through, like, the hiring process with the athletic director, and I guess he went out to, like, recruit him in Idaho, where he has, like, a house in Idaho, Jim Mora, and he was out there with him, and he, like, offered him the job on the spot without waiting until the end of the season and letting, you know, other coaches come on the market, so people are like, oh, what a bad way to hire. I'm like, you have to beg someone to take UConn. Like, that's got to be the worst job in Division One, UConn. Yeah. I mean, they have decent facilities, and I are guess they going to wait make... for Bryant's football season to come to an end before? Well, that's what I mean. Like, who are they going to recruit? That's going to be like make a splash anyway. Yeah, Alabama's got a bowl game. Let's see if we can throw a few more dollars yeah. at Nick Saban. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, they they got a guy who's actually a name. Like people know that name. You could probably he's get at UCLA for a while. Yeah, he coached in the NFL. I mean, he's a. I don't know if he's gonna be a good fit there, but God, it. I don't know. People are just so miserable. And like they're just like, oh well, I guess you know. And he's got a, he's kind of like cheesy though. You like follow the stuff on Twitter. He's doing like all these like motivational speeches and doing all these slogans and stuff. But he also has some good recruits coming in. They have uh, a four star. They got a four star quarterback transfer from Penn State, who's going to be their starting quarterback in the transfer portal. So I mean, that's something at least better than they had. But they open up on the road. They're 27 and a half point underdogs to Utah State. That's not a good sign to start the season, is it? No. You got to like the road dogs, though. You take the points. Take the points when they're on the road. You want to turn this into a gambling podcast, parts? No, I actually know because I actually got angry. About um, what? I had to put on ESPN earlier to see the whole. Oh, that's all, they t- that's all any sports that's talks all about talk is gambling about. now. Well, they're all paid it, it, by the gambling companies. Yeah, but it's a, it doing. was like a it was like a fantasy football show. I'm like, I don't even like the NFL now. I want to watch a show about how many points my running back's going to get this Sunday. It's awful. And that's not even the game. Like they talk about all the other stuff too. Like, oh, it's eighteen. You know, the over under and all this stuff. I still there. don't understand baseball. I still like to this day. Like, I'll see like the ticker on MLB Network, and I don't. I still don't understand like how to bet on baseball. Do you? So if it says minus one ten, that means the team is favored. If it says plus one ten. They're the underdog in that game. So with with baseball, it's just odds instead because they don't do a, a spread. You're not going to do a point spread. Say they win by a run or two runs. It's it's basically odds. So if it's minus one ten, you got to bet a hundred and ten dollars to win a hundred. And if it's plus one thirty, you bet a hundred dollars to win a hundred and thirty, basically. Oh, so you just bet. So the Yankees playing the Pittsburgh Pirates might be a plus one forty. Well, you got to bet 100, 140 to win a hundred. Yeah, minus one forty. Oh, would be minus whatever. if you're favorite. Yes, but that's correct. The bigger favorite okay. you are, the bigger the minus is. Yep, that. Yep, that's that's a good one right there. And baseball's not usually big fluctuations because even you know the worst team in baseball can win a game. Can win two out of three against the best right. team in baseball easily without it being like crazy. Okay. Whereas, but they now that people even bet on like if there'll be run, like zero runs scored in the first inning like plus or minus five runs before the fifth inning. I don't know. I, I already don't watch baseball, so you could, I guess that keeps you involved. If you're a degenerate gambler, it'll get you to watch the game. Like all the guys I play golf with. Oh, are they all degenerate gamblers? Oh, a bunch of dirty, dirty, like sports betting too. Uh, Or just in golf. You mean? No, Alex, Alex likes sports betting, but they all, yeah, I told you. Told you we played a five dollar Nassau a couple weeks. So I lost fifteen dollars. Like, yeah. why would I want to do that every week? And like, the thing that people don't understand is, I'm betting on myself. Okay, I know what kind of golfer I am. <laughs> so for you to bet on yourself is really stupid, is it not? If you know you're terrible, yeah, right. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess <laughs> that that makes sense. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, if you bet against yourself, I think that would be even more stupid, though, because then you could just... I think that would it. be smarter. Well, yeah, but who's going to take that action? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you have to bet on yourself. That's the only way you could do it. He's, he's I mean, but you play with shot. It's handicapped, though, right? You're not playing straight up. 
Yeah, but you know the day when you just they, we so you play off the you play off the low handicap, right? Of course. So I I was getting twelve shots. So me and Mike, me and Mike were playing Alex and uh, Mike Post. No, no. Larry Lawrence Vavrick played with Mike Post the day before we played Saturday. Oh, did and you talk? About he was it? in the Friday game with Michael Post. <laughs> Larry and Mike does seem like they'd be. Good, but they seem very different personality wise. Yeah, Lawrence. Well, you and Lawrence seem like very different personality wise. Yeah, we're we're pretty different. Like he's just like a very low key normal guy. He's the first guy I met at Sarah Bay. Was he really? Remember we went and he was on the putting green and we were talking to him vaguely. It was. Just oh no, that wasn't that wasn't Larry. No, who was that? That was the other. Oh, guy. it was Bill. Was it Bill, Bill Duffy? Yeah. Bill Duffy was the first guy I met. Yeah. <laughs> next year you gotta get all those placards don't you i gotta try to remember i gotta like go through the flashcards. be like oh who's this all right climber lee got it <laughs> it's so dumb what would be your top five placards who i well see the thing is it's the guests have the placards though so the guests have to have a stupid name too like, Keimer's guest oh. wasn't, like, a funny name, you know? It was, like, Steve Jones, guest of Keimer Lee. That's not as funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. I don't think Keimer's guest was Steve Jones, though, do you? It was. It was some old guy. Remember? He played with some just, like, old dude. No, I don't. I'm going to have to look in the book. <laughs> Steve Jones? I don't... Well, not... I don't know if it was Steve Jones. He sounded like he would be like a, a a white ride receiver, like the possession guy on third down. Wasn't Steve Jones? To a, Steve Jones. Wasn't Steve Jones the Arkansas quarterback, and they converted him to wide receiver in the NFL? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking like like when I was a kid, Steve Largent yeah. of the Seahawks. Like that isn't that what Steve Jones is? He, but he's not. <laughs> yeah. a, he's he's not a six four. He's like the six one six two gritty guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like the Wayne Corbett, but he's Steve Jones has a bunch of concussions, goes <laughs> over like, the middle with no fear. He doesn't have a good number. He's like 80, 89. Yeah, it's got to be an odd number. He he has like yeah. the tight tight end number, but he's a wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even get a good number. Because like if you're number one, that means you're a blazer. Like you're that's right. an Alabama wide receiver, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. You can't be you can't be number one and be. Julian Edelman, like cutting across the middle, like Leonard Fournette, number seven. He just ran over people. He had to be a seven because the twenty fours were like the Eric, were like the little guys who were quick. Yeah, like Barry just, Sanders. Yeah, the single digit 20, was yeah. the Leonard Fournette, who just you knew where he wasn't going east and west. Exactly, and that's kind of. And if you were in the thirties, if you were running back in the thirties, you were like a combo, like Walter Payton. He had both. The power, Bo Jackson. Those guys were in the 30s. Classic 30 running backs. Something about the odd numbers, though. I think you're right. I don't know. But even, uh, I don't don't even know how we got into this. What were you even talking about? Betting and golf? Kimerly. Kimerly, yeah. Steve Jones was his guest. Was his guest. I'm going to have to look it up. Steve, <laughs> Alex, well, is he gonna play in the member guest this year? He's gonna try. Who, Alex? Yeah, yeah, he wants to play. Yeah, we're already we're already t- put, trying to put our group together for the uh, charity oh, for the... tournament. The oh, what's the... Oh, you playing on that again? 
Well, we, we talked about bringing a, bringing our crew from Sarah Bay. Oh, instead of going in with the Phils? Yeah. Trying to get in on it. So Mr. Casciano kind of has his loyalties with the Phils, but he yeah. said if the Phils don't invite him, then he's going to play. But right now, it's me, Alex, and Captain. Oh, okay. So it's either going to be Mr. Casciano or we'll get a fourth. But you need, the thing well, is, is, who's the fourth? Alex, the one is it? Oh, it's in November. Oh, maybe if I find a cheap flight, I could be the. It's fourth. on a Saturday. You'd love it, wouldn't you? Oh man, man. it's Fly it's right. It's right when the clubs go into. It's right when they go into storage, and you'll be coming right down on an airplane. It's a good deal. It's like 120 bucks, and then it includes like uh, you get like a little everything. cheesy breakfast, like some yeah. Dunkin' Donuts and coffee. And then a nice spread after. Oh, that's good. But Fly then you down, have to buy get a quick round on Sunday at, at the club, and then head yeah. Back. That'd be yeah. a hell of a weekend, wouldn't it? That would be a great weekend, wouldn't it? Playing in season down there. <sighs> Longboat key. Longboat key is nice too. But that's a scramble, I bet, right? Yeah. So, but Alex hits the ball 305, 310. Oh, he bombs it. That's a so big he, So we hit. would take his drives, and then we have Rossini's short game. Like I said, you know, I hit a couple stiff nine irons. I'm making my contribution right you there. You make some putts, though, too. You're a good putter. Yeah. You're not a good chipper, but you're a good putter. You get those 33 footers on the greens, and you see two guys putt before you that's you're a good like third putter on a scramble i bet yeah you're right you're right you don't want to be the anchor you don't want to be the anchor guy because you're i don't think you're clutch like that putting but if you're the third guy putting you get to see the read a couple times and then you have a good shot at it and then you have rossini as the anchor i I, you want in i bring nothing to the table but i'll i'll play oh wow so much fun And then only Saturday morning. Well, I mean, obviously we got to play with Doc, right? Yeah. If he's back in town, we got to play in the Doc game, don't we? <laughs> you got a guest in the Doc game? You think that? But they're all. Oh yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, we got a guest in the Doc game. Oh, that'd be bad. Those guys bring guests all year because all their buddies are trying to get the hell out of Chicago and. That's true. Detroit, yeah, they're all. I mean, that's why you have a guest in the season. <laughs> You see those poor bastards, the Rhode Island Country Club bags, sitting in bags at the bag drop. I'm like, oh, those poor bastards. You just know it's not good for them. You just see four of them sitting in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, here they come. (laughs) We got to get out of here, pards. It's miserable. (laughs) There's nothing better than seeing the Rhode Island bags, though. Yeah, I bet. You like that, don't you? Ah, Because you just know. You just know that there's just four or eight miserable guys. That's true. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll see if Dennis can call down and, and get us out at Sarah Bay. I heard good things. It's a Donald Ross, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No problem. We can get out there. This, you know, such as let's go look at flights. Just a bunch of defeated old guys, right? Who have wanted to move down here twenty five years ago. Yeah, sounds like that <laughs> might be the case. <laughs> that might be me in twenty years. Cranston <laughs> uh. Country Club carry bag. <laughs> Uh, Gary's here. Midville. Mr. Root, Mike, Mr. Hurley, Mr. Root is here. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you Did you get called Mr. Ruta? Yeah. What's that? Did you get called Mr. Ruta at all? Yeah, I think Darren did because he won't <laughs> he won't call you by the first name, right? No. He's too yeah. That's so dumb, isn't it? It's is Valley dumb. a Mr. Ruta club or no? No, no, no. No, not at all. No, no, no. Oh, we need to take a break here. Yeah, we've, been, we've gone long. We're talking about Steve Jones. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. 
I know just how to whisper And I know just how to cry I know just where to find the answers And I know just how to lie I know just how to fake it And I know just how to scheme I know just when to face the truth And then I know just when to dream And I know just where to touch you And I know just what to prove I know when to pull you closer And I know when to let you loose And I know the night is fading And I know the time's gonna All right, we are back from break, episode number 438 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we are going to Talk about a couple uh, weekend excursions you had up to uh, property in the last couple weeks for Eat to the Beat concerts that yep. you were looking forward to. Is this a better than usual lineup, or you just hit a couple sweet spots here? Just hit a couple sweet spots. Yeah, because we never really we never really went through the musical lineup, but I don't remember seeing anything jump out at me necessarily that was out of the ordinary. I mean, Christopher Cross, he must have an annual pass at this point. He's there every year, right? Oh, he's there all the time. Stalwart. So that's who you went. You saw Christopher Cross and then Air Supply, correct? That is correct, partner. Back-to-back weekends. Back-to-back weekends. You like that, don't you? I get excited. Now, let me ask you a question before we sure. really get into it. <clears throat> why uh, Why Sunday instead of Saturday? Uh, because there was no act on Sunday. Saturday. Oh, they don't have it on Saturday. No, it's been set. It's been Sunday, Monday, and then maybe in the middle of the week. Oh, you think that they're doing that because they don't need the draw on the Saturday? Is there that would be process? my guess? Interesting. Because they used to have every single night. They didn't have any any mm-hmm. nights off. I was yeah, because when you went the first time on Sunday, I was like, oh, maybe just the schedules didn't work out. Then you went two in a row, and I said, eh, that must be maybe they don't have them. Yep, yeah, they don't have them. Um, plus, Saturdays are kind of tough because of the golf. Well, that's true. But, I, I mean, I understand that. But you would make sacrifices for Christopher Cross, I assume. Oh, if I had to, like, not Choose. go to a golf or just be yeah. extremely exhausted and go up there, yeah, I would make, yeah. Make arrangements for Christopher. Because if you went on a Saturday, the potentially you're staying overnight. You go hang out in the morning. On, so, like, that's why I was thinking, like, the Saturday is more ideal for you. Yeah, because you might have got a place for a night if it was if it was a Saturday concert and you wanted to hang out Sunday at the resort or something. That, that could have made I could have made that happen. I'm not saying necessarily both weekends in a row, but definitely not going to do that for a Sunday concert, though. Right. So let's talk about it. You want to talk a little bit about uh, what you did those days and sure how the concerts were. Sure. So why don't you lead us off? We'll start with uh, Christopher Cross. So we went up on Sunday, and we were debating whether or not to get a reservation at one of the restaurants. I said, you know what? There's so many reservations. We can just do a walk-up. So that's now, what we decided. Now, were you thinking about getting like one of the Eat to the Beat reservations? Or we just were thinking general? about it because price-wise, it's it, it works those are I, I the just, prefixed three course ones, right? Yeah, I just don't care yeah. about the dessert. Yeah, that that's a strike for you. So it wasn't going to work for me. And then uh, depending on what time you go is what time the concert you go to. So oh, like if you point. eat it, f- if you eat at four, you might not be able to 
go till 6.45 or the 8 o'clock. We just wanted to go to the early ones. They have The shows are at 5.30, 6.45, and 8. Gotcha. So we just wanted to, you know, we didn't want to go to the 8 o'clock because then we would just get home too late. Right. That makes sense. So you're looking for something, and ultimately, did you make a reservation, or you just wing it? We did not. We winged it. We we were, we were going back and forth. Um, I kind of we both kind of wanted to do Lacelli, or uh, not Lacelli, yeah, Lacelli. Okay, um, but she just wasn't impressed. Like they, their lunch menu is the same as their dinner menu. She was hoping to get maybe like a decent burger, mm. or something a little lighter. She said, "Yeah, there. I don't really want to have a ribeye or a fillet it." 4.30 in the afternoon yeah, on a hot day. So yeah. So we kept going back and forth, and we just settled on our favorite. It was the chefs. Yeah. And you had no problem just walking up? No, we walked right up. Um, The guy said, uh, 10 minutes. I'm like, that sounds good to me. And we sat there, and it was about 10 minutes. But it was funny because the place was empty, and they were doing that 4 o'clock crowd, and then – as when we were finishing up the five o'clock, it was just packed. People just oh, really? filing yeah. in. Almost like they have seating time. I know they don't necessarily, but almost like that it the, the flip just goes. Yeah, because you could tell you could tell like we were gonna be they were gonna be flipping us pretty much for the five fifteen. So yeah. It was just amazing because there was nobody in there, you know. Four o'clock mm-hmm. is not a popular time. No, it's not a great time for I mean not a common time, I should say. So what was uh what'd you get at, at Chef's? Well of course I did the uh I did the French onion. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. How was it compared to uh Steakhouse seventy one? Close. Really? Close. So that sounds like close, but not as good. Not as good. Can I tell you something? Absolutely. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Yeah. When they bring out that French baguette, mm-hmm. and it's just it's 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 in that bag, yeah, and it's piping hot, and you rip it open with your hand, and you put a piece of butter on it, and the butter melts like instantly melts, yeah. It's, and that bread is so perfect, is it? It's so soft and crunchy on the outside, and it's simple. It's a freaking bread in a bag. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. But it fits like it fits in with it so thematically, and it's done well. It just gets you in the right mindset for that that experience, the whole meal. Mm-hmm. Because if you were sitting at you know the Liberty Tree and they brought you a bag of bread, you'd be like, "What the hell's going on here?" Right. But at Chefs, it just makes perfect sense, and it and they do a good job with it. Yeah, they don't need to do any of the fancy butters or anything like that. Just a classic butter with a little bit of sea salt on it and yeah 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 yep, yep, exactly i just i love that place yeah is it you like it better than rose and crown as far as yeah yeah because go? we were she she had said we've been to chef so many times let's go to rose and crown and she looked at rose and crown and she's like like it's it's your call she's like i'd rather go to chefs i'm like yeah i would too but <laughs> i like rose and crown a lot but i think i'm ready to to give chefs another chance. I haven't been to chefs in a while, so I gotta I gotta do that again soon. Next time I get a chance. Cause we did Rose and Crown on the uh the last gentleman's trip when it was just you and I. And right. I wasn't it was fine, but I wasn't 
super impressed with it. I think I got the fish and chips, and it was just okay. Didn't blow me away. But I still like it. I like the atmosphere in there and everything. But yeah, the food's probably a little bit, a little bit step up as chefs. You know, it's probably that outside, that outside company running it just helps a little bit with that, that quality control. More varied menu. You get bigger menus at those restaurants. You ever notice that? Uh yes. So keep going. Besides the soup and the bread, what uh, what else did you order? So she got, I sent you the menu. She got, um, she actually got a salad. Okay. To start. Now, were you guys technically on the lunch menu or the dinner menu at that point? Yep. We were technically on the lunch menu. You were still on the lunch menu. Okay. Now she got the the salad that's on the appetizer menu. With the goat yes. cheese or the other one? That's that that's the one. Baked goat cheese with walnuts, grapes, tomatoes, endives, mixed greens. That actually sounds pretty good. I would like that. That's something I like goat cheese. So that so I like like that. She gave me a tripods and that salad dressing was yeah. so freaking good. Yeah. You know what? It's just it, it was it it was tossed perfectly and it was just enough. Like I hate when they bring and you need additional salad dress. And then I also hate it when you do it yourself and you put a little too much. It gets soggy and, and too this much just vinegar had or whatever. The right amount. It was fresh. It was house made. It was delicious. You like their you like their salads though in general. A lot a lot of times at Disney. I do, I do. If yeah. it's a nice fresh dressing, I really do. So what else? What you so soup and salad for your appetizers? What'd you go with for the entrees? Um, she went with the uh, the first entree there, the bruschetta de crevettes a la whatever. I can't speak French. <laughs> bruschetta de crevettes a la Basque sauce aurore. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah, I don't read know that description. Large shrimps marinated in tomato and garlic, griddled and served on corn, mushrooms, and shallots with cauliflower and tomato voulet sauce. That sounds good. So, like grilled shrimp with tomato is like almost like a like a pasta sauce, like with yeah. tomato sauce. It sounds like that sounds pretty solid. Was she happy with it? Loved it. Yeah. Is that something yep. she's had before there, or no? I don't think no. so. Did you try some? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it something? Did you like it enough that you're like, oh, I'd think about ordering this next time? You know, I would because I've gotten their go-to so many times, but it's so hard not to get the beef bourguignon. Yeah, you like that there. That's my favorite. It's so good. And so that's you went with that again. I did not. Oh, I'm sorry. I I did not. I did not only because I had wanted the chicken for years. And then one time I went, and it was off the menu, and I was pissed. <laughs> and we came, and I said, I'm getting the beef bourguignon. And she's like, you got to get the chicken. You've been saying it for years. I said, fine, I'll get the chicken. So you got the poulet, frimere, roti, a la lyonnaise, puree de pomme de terre. Yep. All It's a half all-natural rotisserie chicken, mashed potatoes with the tomato vinegar sauce. 
Now, right off the bat, mashed potatoes with tomato vinegar sauce sounds like that's right up your alley. Oh, it's good. Because that reminds me, remember that garbage that uh, Frank Sr. would eat? Like the pork chops with the with the tomato vinegar and the onions and the, and the sausage? Oh, oh, do I remember? I can smell it right now. That's you get off that the freaking elevator. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. The, the tomato sauce makes me think of that because there was a lot of vinegar in that with the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff, though. I mean, that's probably like how they cooked like bad meat, right? Or kept it from going bad. Yeah, it just well, vinegar acts like an acid will act as a tenderizer too. So if it's a cheap mm-hmm. cut of meat, if you cook it in an acid for a long time, it's going to naturally tenderize it and preserve it as well. You're right about that too. So how it was, was the good. chicken? It was yeah. so good. It was yeah. so good. Oh. Like what? How was it prepared? Was it anything like crazy, or just good quality, simple, and done right? Just good quality, simple, and done right. That's the best, though. You don't need to reinvent. It's chicken. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You just have to cook it properly and and give it just the right seasoning. You don't want it to be over salty. You don't want it to to need salt. You just yeah, and it can't be dry. That's the biggest thing with chicken. It can't. I'm gonna be dry. send. I'm gonna send you the picture right now. All right, I'd like to see that. Got a picture of a chicken. I think you may have sent it when you were there, but I'd like to see it again anyway. And as as I'm waiting for the picture to come through, mm-hmm. did uh, Susie end up getting a dessert, or did she? Uh, we she hold up? did not do the dessert. No, because I know she loves the desserts, and anyway, and especially probably at France, I imagine she really would enjoy that, but. I might not have. Didn't go through. Now, yeah, let me so. ask a question. You posted a picture on uh, Facebook with the, uh, what is it, the Evian water or something? Yes. What so, is that like sparkling water or no? Just that's all it is, is sparkling water. Oh, it is sparkling water. Okay. I didn't know if it was like yeah. just a fancy flat water. So it's just sparkling water. Yep. Is, what is, what's a, so special about it? Just makes it's it tasty. And it's just, yeah. It was popular in the 80s. Yeah. Go to my page on Facebook. It's, it's in, I don't post much, so it's like two things down. Now you got me doing research. That's interesting, though. The the sparkling water, just something that they. What do they whack you for that, though? I wonder. Yeah, it was it was like twelve bucks. Jeez, is it enough that like? Oh, we had like two full glasses. It was a big bottle. Two each or two total? Two each. That's not too bad. I mean, still, I mean, I just would get the ice water, but I'm cheap. I mean, that chicken looks stupid. Doesn't that look delicious, though? Yeah, because you got the the leg and the thigh. Well, well, it's basically a half, so you got a breast too in there, right? Yeah. So nice preparation. I mean, but nice top. preparation. Yep, nice presentation as well. Both. I mean, both entrees look really good. Looking at the. At the pictures here. Yeah, I mean, after seeing that, I'd probably order that chicken. Eat definitely. Just just to say you did it and see how it is. Because I've always, not, not so much you, but I've always talked about how I always wonder what chicken's like at a good restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Because you're like me. I never order chicken when I go out to eat. Hardly yeah. ever, I should say. I usually order stuff that I don't 
cook well or is not something I have a lot. And, we and have once again, I can do steak pretty much as well as anybody else. Now, we don't have the, the means to cook something at a thousand degrees. And I do think that something comes out of Shula's kitchen better than what I can do on my deck. But I can still do a damn good steak. Now, when I do chicken, it's always like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. That's actually a good point, though, because the chicken's kind of just like a, a safe, just like a backup plan almost. Right. You don't know what to make. You just you just make chicken. All right, what else did you do after uh, Chef's? Any any final thoughts on the meal? or? Nope, that's it. And then we headed over, and we uh, did the uh, 5.30 Christopher Cross concert. So you caught the, you caught just the one, the middle one. No, that was the first one. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said, uh, yeah, you did say the five thirty, and then the six forty five is the second one or something like yep. that. So, did you catch both? Mm-hmm. Nice. How varied was the set list? It was unfortunately he did the same set. No, oh, still worked same exact tough. set. Yeah. Did he tell the same stupid stories in between? No. Well, that's good. At least you got a little different there. A little different with the two because I told you the Liza Minnelli story last. Yes, week. Yes, you did tell me that one. Um, I, that would have been bad. That would have been unfortunate if he told that same story again. That's funny. But now in between shows, we, uh, you know, it's like ha- intermission at a at a play. We went over to Germany, Ooh. and we got two of those uh, beautiful caramel cookies. Yes. Which, and we got the caramel the... apple one? Is that the one? No, the, it's like the caramel chocolate chip. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then we got a bag of the uh, popcorn. Mm. Uh, we didn't actually eat it during the show. We brought them home with us. But then we went over to um, Japan Everything Pavilion. or just the popcorn? Uh, we didn't eat the cookies or the popcorn. Oh, okay. We just put them in my backpack and kind of forgot about it. And then we went over to um, Katsura Grill to get our green iced teas. Oh, you like that. And we had the green iced teas during the second show. Now, Susie likes that as well? Mm-hmm. Does she sweeten it or just takes it straight up? Nope, just you? nope, just the way we do it. Yeah. Just the way I did it. Were you tempted to get the noodle bowl while you were in there? You know, I had just eaten at Chef's, but I, yeah, it was on my mind. Because <laughs> when you're there, you almost have to. You almost have to. So, oh, I love that thing. <laughs> just eating the noodle bowl in the America Rocks in the, Theater, oh whatever God, it's called. It's bad, isn't it? The American Garden Theater. Slurping it up, listening to Sailing. I mean, that sounds like a pretty good experience right there. That does, doesn't it? That doesn't sound bad. Some hot soup listening to Christopher Cross. Can I get that to go? <laughs> two straws, please. What uh, Did you do anything else besides the two concerts? Not a damn thing, and it was no. beautiful. And you, where did you park? We parked in the regular Epcot parking lot. Okay. I didn't know if you did International Gateway or went over to like Hollywood Studios and took the Skyliner over or something. No, I didn't even think of that. No, because you because I well, I don't know if they check when they scan your band if you have reservations, but I didn't. Oh, even the have... park at Hollywood. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Do they scan you when you go into the? Oh yeah, because the AP stuff, right? Yeah, the for the AP. Parking. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I am. I don't know, but I'd imagine if you just scanned in. And they saw your annual pass. You said you were going to... Early on, they said this. that you had to have a... Do you have a park reservation? They might just be asking because it was so new. Right. You know, because, I mean, theoretically, they don't let you park at the resort. So if I wanted to hang out, you know, go to pop or whatever, 
then I should be able to park at Epcot and then take the. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. Did you stop at any of the shops on the way out or anything, or you just kind of hightailed it to the uh, car after that? I'm trying to think if we stopped. No, we didn't really. No. No. Not even a spaceship uh, Earth on the way out or anything? We didn't do a damn attraction. That's funny. Because usually like, just on the up? way out, like if you see like the line for Spaceship Earth is five minutes, you're like, oh, let's hop on. Really now quick. we got we got coffees at this episode of the ResortLoop.com podcast. is brought to you by Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. The one that's outside the gates, right? Yeah. Beyond the gates, if you will. Right. Yes. That's it. Coffee to go. And you were on your way. Ice we were on our way for the road, the ride home. What's that? Iced or hot for the ride home? Uh, do, do, do. We got iced. Iced, yeah. It was awful. Is it? You don't like their I like their oh, ice, the cold brew. Oh, it was so gross. It was, you know what it was like? It was like when you have a little bit, like when you have a full glass left over when you make hot coffee yeah. and you pour it into a cup and you leave it in the refrigerator and you drink it the next day as iced coffee and it just has that filthy dirt taste. Oh, I like the I like the Joffrey's iced coffee. Yeah, I think, I think Joffrey's is awful. Just in general, or just the ice in coffee? general, I think it's yeah. terrible. I'd probably well, rather drink just Folgers. There goes our sponsorship. Why don't you stop at the Starbucks then? Because they're worse. Eh, Starbucks is okay. I don't like Starbucks that much. I can I can handle it if I have to. Any port in a storm at some points, but you know, I wa- I gotta know how this happened. I'm seeing a, a four year a four year memory. Okay. And it's Bob Collar from the resortloop.com. He hasn't been on that show in like 10 years. How does that happen? I don't know. As we're talking about it, too. As right? we're talking, I'm scrolling down. There's a picture of Bob Collar. That's stupid. At the outer rim, like when they had like a meetup back when they were giving out pins and stuff. I don't why know. Did that they... come, why did that come up on your memories? Because I said this episode of the resortloop.com podcast is brought to you by. Oh, no, but that came up on your Facebook feed? Oh no! I I think Tim Scott, the other co-host, oh, just like shared you're it. With, okay, yeah, seriously. yeah. That's so dumb, isn't it? That's very dumb. Guys, like walking around with a microphone. They had like a meetup outside of uh, the the Grand Floridian Gasparilla Island Grill, and they had a bunch of chairs set up. And he's walking around with like the microphone. And who are you? Oh, I'm Steve. I'm Steve Jones. I'm the wide receiver for the Alabama Crimson wide Tide. Wide receiver, is he? Yeah. <clears throat> Yep, so that was pretty much day one. That was it. That was it. Yeah, and they headed back. What time did you get back? Like 9 o'clock? Yeah, 9.30, because we went to the bad. second show. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't too bad. So overall worth it? You got to eat at Chef's, see a couple Christopher Cross cut. Now, is that, did Susie think it was worth it? Uh, you know what? She just she just likes go- she likes going and doing it that way. Yeah. She doesn't like running around those freaking stupid parks. No, but she also doesn't like Christopher Cross, though. Um, she does like him. She she will admit that he is he is good. I mean, he's lost his fastball like all the yeah. these guys. But I mean, he was he was a big 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 time talent back in the eighties. Sure. All right. Well, um, she likes a lot of his songs, but yeah. it's just you know he has enough like hits to keep her entertained. Yeah, that's a yep. concert. Yeah, like anything, you know, she's just sitting there listening to music, just chilling. It was it's nice. It's a nice atmosphere. I guess if you didn't go out to dinner and you just went up for the concert, she may have said go by yourself. Though. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
but the dinner. Yeah, like I said, I said someday. I said, you know, if we have a condo up in celebration, I said, you know, like we'll be hanging out all day, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to Epcot. You'll be like, okay, I'll see you, yeah, and I'll just exactly. come over here and grab listen a coffee, to, do a walk, and listen, listen to, to the spinners, and go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'd be the same way, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, if there was an act I liked, absolutely. Even just an act I was moderately interested in. Although now you can't even do that. You have to make reservations. You can't just show up to Epcot. And that's the thing. I never, I still never think of it. And like, you know, a few nights ago, I'm like, God, I gotta make, I gotta make sure that there's reservations for Epcot. Yeah. Seems like nothing really sells out though, does it? Oh, although you got almost got locked out on the July trip, right? Yeah, I got bumped. Yeah, I got locked out, and then I had to make the I had to make it as a uh, resort a guest. Resort guest. It's funny how it's not sold out. It's sold out, but not sold out. Yeah, I mean that can be a completely different show, but yeah, I mean sold out. Obviously, I think we know what the answer is, but they can always say, "Oh, somebody changed their reservations and things became available." You know what I mean? Like they can Mm. just say it's always fluid, but Mm. I think we know the real answer. All right, let's talk uh, air supply week two. Yes, similar. Similar breakdown. You want completely different, completely different parts. So we decided. Oh, I said, that. let's make a reservation, mm-hmm. um, so that we can walk into the back of the international gateway. So we went to. We made a reservation, a three thirty. Okay. For uh, where did I say that I went? The, the Big uh, River Grill and Brewing. Big River Grill at uh, Disney's Boardwalk Inn. Now this was a strategic play. This was a strategic play. I also wanted to do a review. I have never been there, and we do have a review pending on uh, YouTube. Oh, very nice. Um, But it was easy getting in. I mean, the place was dead. Boardwalks, yeah. uh, parking lot was empty. I told the guy, you actually have the... to make that reservation on open table. Oh, you were telling me that, yeah. Yeah, you got to go through open table and not on the regular uh, My Disney experience. So I had a screenshot just in case a guy gave me trouble. I told him, I said, I got a 330 at, and he's like, all right, that's cool. He goes, I just need to check your license. I showed him my license and he didn't even check to confirm the reservation or anything. So, yeah. So what, um, how was the boardwalk when we were there? It was like a major construction area. Is it still messed up over there? Is it uh, just, just over by the ESPN zone? Um, Cause they were no, redoing no. the whole front of flying fish. There was like a different entrance to get into that. And that boardwalk. Oh no, no, no. It's all, it's all good now. Oh, that's good. Just a month later and it just all clears up. Yep. They, they can work quick when they have to. huh? Yeah, they can. So what were your thoughts on the on the big river? Okay. So we got an appetizer. We got uh, like a, a spinach dip. Mm-hmm. And it just comes with regular tortillas. And like Kristen said, these are just out of the bag. Out of the bag. Yep. Nothing special. The dip was fine. Um, she got a salad and she absolutely loved it. She said it was fantastic. Oh, really? Because the like picture didn't look that good. It didn't look that it. good. She said it was fantastic. That's good. Um, I got like a chicken pasta with andouille sausage. And again, that didn't look that good in the picture. Didn't look that good. It was okay. Just they gave you a ton. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was twenty three dollars, which is nothing for Disney prices. That's not. That's not bad. Nope. That's not bad. The andouille sausage was cold. 
Oh, that's not so good. you can just tell all the stuff is just sitting around, yeah. and they throw it, you know, in in as they're boiling pasta. You know, or they throw it in a in a saute pan with the pasta and just try to heat right. it up. But it was it was not, okay. It was a six yeah. out of ten. It was fine. I th- I did a review. I think this is a great place for people who are on a budget. Mm-hmm. People who are at Epcot and they don't want to drop one hundred and fifty bucks at Le Chef's. You know, you can get in and out of there with a family of four for well under a hundred dollars. I would say it reminds me, and I don't say this in a bad way. It's like almost like a Chili's. Uh-huh. It's like a chain restaurant. That's what I said. I said level. it was like an yeah. Applebee's. Which I don't have any problem with those kind of places. You know what you're getting. You're getting that, you know, cookie cutter kind of stuff, which is uh-huh. fine. As long as you go into it knowing those. As long as you go into it knowing yeah. Right. Like he was, we were listening to server next to us. He was absolutely phenomenal. Kristen said she tried to actually flag him down just to tell him how good he was. There was a bigger family, and their kids were awful. All oh, their kids were awful. Oh, really? I almost hit the. Oh, this kid was. I don't know what if he had some issue, but you got to take him out of the restaurant at that point. He was he was really bad. So, yeah. anyways, um, the server said. To do a child's this and then do this, but don't get the fries because you can you can you know you can split the fries that comes with the adult entree. I mean, he was like just going through all these money saving tips, giving them all the hacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was pretty. I mean, that's all money out of his pocket, right? That's true, theoretically. But he was a phenomenal server, phenomenal server. Kristen did get uh, a microbrew. Okay. Um, she said it was fantastic. That is actually the only microbrew on Disney property. Mm, I don't think that's true. There's the place in Disney Springs now that has a okay. Ton. That well, they they said they said it. The Maybe they don't brew it on site at that one though. Maybe they don't brew them in house at the yeah, one. They said Disney it was Springs. the only one, the only brew on site at Disney property. Yeah, because they have the City Works uh, eatery and poorhouse at Disney Springs, but they maybe they don't brew it on site. I know it just has a bunch of uh, micro brews on tap. That's probably what it is. So that could be the difference, yeah. Anyway, keep. Uh... Um. So yeah, it was it was okay. It was it was average. It was you're in and out, which I don't like. Did you sit in like the bar area or just at a table? Just at a table. Yeah. It's definitely a quick, like they're ready to get you in and out. In and out, it, which is fine because most people want to be in and out. But right. I, I just, I hate when you're halfway through your appetizer and then your entrees come. Yeah, that's frustrating. I think I got that. My mom, that you said, you, you'd see the hamburgers coming out and I'd look at my mom. I'd be like, here we go. She's going to put on a show right now. Because <laughs> you'll just bite your tongue and just be yeah, mad correct, about correct. it. Correct. But Diane right, would, I choose my battles, right? No, no, Diane no. See, I go, here we go. Here we freaking go. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was okay. It was yeah, six out of ten, fine. I'm guessing it's not a place you're gonna be rushing to go back to. Probably not, no. But maybe for like a if you're on the boardwalk and you wanted a quick dirter for lunch and a beer, that wouldn't be a bad spot. Yeah, but the problem is, is I don't drink those beers. I think if Chris, Kristen might say, "Hey, I want a microbrew," right, and I might go and have like a soda or, but yeah, I could see myself going back again. But 
I actually want to try their ribeye. It's a choice. Yeah. Um, but it's only like thirty-two dollars for a twelve ounce. I, I gotta see what this thing's all about. Hmm. That makes me a little nervous. If they can't even heat up the andouille sausage, you're gonna go with the ribeye from there. That makes me. It could be very gray when it comes out. Well, we'll see parts. We'll. I see. guess we might. We might see at some point. Did you do anything else uh, after that before heading into Epcot, or just? So I right told in? her because I we brought in I, I I loaded some Gatorades and some water, and mm-hmm. my backpack was heavy. And I said, "So are you going to drink anything at the show?" She's like, "Probably not. I'll probably just drink it in the car on the way home." Like, I'm gonna drop off. I'm gonna go back to the car and drop off my backpack. I said, "You want to just stay and pay the bill?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "All right." I said, "Meet me at the uh, at the uh, art gallery." I said, because that's right next on, door, the yeah. way, on the way yep. over to Epcot. So I can drop my stuff off and then walk down the stairs at that, at the you know, at the mm-hmm. main entrance at Boardwalk and meet her there. We go in there and uh, so they have all they always have new items. Yeah, of course. It's so they have, these, they have these tables. And it's all characters pretty much holding up the table. Yeah, and these things are twelve thousand dollars. Jesus, and these things are so freaking ridiculous. It's not even something that you want. It's just you see it and you're like, "That's pretty cool," right? Like most of the stuff there, because it just doesn't fit. I mean, the only way it would fit is if you have one of those twenty million dollar houses in Los Angeles and you actually have an art gallery. But you yeah, can't well, put like that table like in your den. Right. Well, that's I was going to say, like, if you had a house at Golden Oaks and you just did all right. the decorations, you could right. buy no stuff doubt. from there. Right. Like, that's probably their see... main clientele, too. The people that have no, like, right. those $8 million houses at Golden Oaks and stuff. So because I could I yeah, I could see like even some of their pictures. Right. You know, that are $5,000, like it would actually look OK in my Disney room. It would be over the top, but it would actually fit. But a twelve thousand dollar table just completely looks out of place. <laughs> yeah, you get Rody scratching up against it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So they did, they did a statue. I forget who it is. Who's? I want to say maybe the Little Mermaid. Okay. So I'm talking. A guy said it took. I said, how long did it take? So he's explaining on the first one. It takes a long time because the artist had to go back and forth with Disney for them to approve certain things, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. Said it took about 12 to 18 months for the first one. Jeez. So the guy who commissioned this also went back to the artist and had them commission a second piece. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who's in The Little Mermaid, but it was somebody else who's in The Little Mermaid, and he wanted it for his pool. So the guy told me, he said... um, he said, you can touch it. I said, what? so Kristen's like, what's it made out of? He told us. He said, you can touch it. It's not going to go anywhere. So what's it weigh? He said, um, 800 pounds. So I kind of knocked on it. It was it was solid. I said, if you don't mind, I said, what you know? What did this cost? $80,000. And Kristen's like, that's not actually terrible for what it is. I mean, this thing. Well, was... a guy, if a guy put in two years of work for it, that's not even that much money. That means he worked for like. Unless uh, and he's probably doing a bunch of other things at the yeah, time, but too. still, yeah. Because if you're waiting on Disney to call you to get back to you, you're not actually doing the work. So he's probably guess, doing yeah. a bunch of different things at the time. But this thing was ridiculous. Like I've never seen anything like it. I was just like, God, how big was talking, it? 
I mean, it was over my head. So she must have yeah. been about six, eight to seven feet from, Jeez. you know, the floor to the top. And I, it, it was absolutely gorgeous. I, I'll post it on social media because I took some pictures, but it was just sick. That's another one, though. Like, what are you ever going to do with that? Again, like, yeah, you, you put it by your gaudy pool at, at Golden Oaks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Golden Oaks make, or whatever. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah. But like you and I, like, what do we do? We move our dining room table and put that there. <laughs> it just raised the value of your house pretty significantly. And then I asked, I said, do you have any Karen Aruda? He said, I just have one piece. He said, we can't keep these things in here. He's like, she is so hot. Like everything she does, we we display and they're gone. And I was looking at the one piece. I forget what it was. It was okay, she, but I she does like the three D like paper. Yeah, stuff, right. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. But she had at one time like a Peter Pan, and it was so freaking beautiful. Yeah, I love her stuff. So you're yeah, saying so she's the second most famous Aruda associated with Disney after after me in this podcast? Correct. Okay, second most. That's not bad though. Top two. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. This is Karen. <laughs> so after the art store, what'd you do? Uh, you we went. We point? went into. Yep, we went right in, and it was standing room only. Ooh, for the first. This show, place the four... was absolutely packed for the five thirty. Yep, the five thirty was absolutely packed. Wow. So they're like a, a destination then. Because some Air of them supply. are like, oh, you happen to walk by, you're like, I'll check it out. But Air Supply was like a yes, the destination one sounds like it was packed. More than Christopher Cross. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. How was the show? They were good. Yeah. They were good, and there was like a groupie lady, and she was crazy. She had a t-shirt on, like a concert shirt. Yeah. And she was like, wait, like knew all the band members and blah. blah. And so a couple times this guy walked by, and I looked down. He had credentials. Yeah. And they were like hanging from his belt. So he walked by me, and like the lady like knew him by name. So I don't know if she's one that just follows them around or yeah, whatever. Maybe. She was she was crazy. Like I actually have her on my video. Um, Talking to the roadies at the Epcot. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. She was like whistling. Like she was doing a yeah. whistle. I mean, she was she was awesome. <laughs> Imagine being an air supply like groupie. It's kind of messed up, isn't it? It, it is a little bit like following them around in 2022. You got like deadheads and you got that lady following around air supply. Following around air supply. We're all out of love. Is that them? Still us without you. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's air supply. They're so good. You were born <laughs> ten years. You were born yeah. ten years late. How is, is Susie like air supply better than Christopher Cross? Yes. Like before she saw the shows, which one was she l- less dreading? Uh air supply. She likes yeah. air supply. Okay. Hmm. So when you say standing room only, did you have to stand? Did you get there? Yeah, we actually stood. We were all okay. in the back, like where you know, like those metal benches are, like yeah, not the metal ones, but they're like ceramic. Yeah, I know. They're like the white about, yeah. ceramics, like all the way at the edge. Yeah, and it was probably five or six deep. Oh, really? Outside the ropes, like it was jammed. Hmm. 
And that was the first one, the 530. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you stay for the second as well? We did not. No. We did not. We went out and we got a gelato over in Italy. Oh, okay. How was that? It was good. Yeah. It was good. I actually got it in a um I got it in a cone. Very nice. And she just got a cup. What kind did you have? I just got chocolate. I'm boring. Chocolate. What did yeah. Susie get? Do you remember? Um, like a tamarind or something. Yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. I don't even think I tried it. It was like, yeah. no. And that was it. And then you just headed out after that. Well, then we we got in the car, mm-hmm. and then here's the play. We went over to uh, the Swan Reserve. Oh, that's right. You had mentioned thinking about this because you yeah, ate. We this would... would be an early. Uh... That was like a late lunch or normal lunch. For yeah, you. yeah, that was yeah, yeah that was kind of like a breakfast. That was more of a brunch for us. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that was like a breakfast. So we went over to the Swan Reserve. So, so did you drive there? Or did you walk? So from... we drove. We're gonna walk. I said, let's just drive, see if they'll validate. So I go to. I'm going to park, and it says that it was free for zero to ten minutes, and then from ten to twenty, they were gonna start charging. Okay. And they said they validate if you um if you go to miniature golf. Gotcha. So I said, all right. I said, Kristen, I said, um, I said, let me just do go around the building again. I said, I'll drop you off at the front. I said, um, go up to the bar area and see if they'll let you do the pizza and see if they'll make it to go. They'll validate. Yeah, if they can get it to go and validate. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So she went up to Amari and she said, Do you guys do pizzas to go? She goes, We don't. She's like, but the bar does. She's and she said, Well, and do you validate? And they're like, Yeah, I'll just give you a ticket right now. So they gave her the validation ticket. So I was just driving around. Um, I went back kind of toward boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And right before I got boardwalk, she called me. She's like, Yeah, we're good to go park. I said, All right. So I just did a UE at the uh red light, went back to Amari, parked. We went up and sat at the bar. Um, I said, Let's go check out the pool. So she said, All right. So we went and we checked out the pool. So they got cabanas there. Oh, really? So I asked the guy, the guy asked the pool attendant. I said, "Oh, this is cool." He said, "Um, he said if you want, there's a there's a code that shows all of our pricing and blah blah blah. But if you want, I can just answer any questions." I said, "All right." I said, "They were smaller." I said, "How much are yeah. these?" She said that he said they're seventy five dollars during the week and they're one twenty five on the weekends for the God, whole day. Yeah. So I said, is that for the half day? He goes, no, for the full day. He goes, 9 o'clock to 6 o'clock. I'm like, that's a hell of a deal. And he's like, we have like fruits, like fresh fruits. He said, we have like, um, you know, fruity water, like strawberry induced mm-hmm. water. He said, we stock the refrigerator with bottled water and soft drinks. He said, and then we bring out like a cheese and fruit plate. He said, and that's and then, all um, included. That's all included. Oh. And then he said, and then you can order off, you know, the bar menu whenever. Like, we just have an attendant. We can get you drinks and this and that. I'm like, that's a freaking great deal. Especially and it was smaller, but you got, the, you got a TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then, like, depending on, like, the pool's smaller. But he said, he said, this place is dead. He said, these are just not a lot of kids. It's more adults. I'm like, I can just tell the vibe. When we were waiting for our food, there were three yeah. people in the bar. And Sunday night baseball was just coming on. I'm like, this is a place where you can sit, freaking watch a ball game, have a conversation, and not have 40 people screaming in your ear. Right. 
pool was nice. He said, if you get the cabana, he said, we, you know, you get special floats and this and that. I'm like, man, I'm getting a great vibe from this place. And like I said, there's four of them, but there's one that's right up at the front of the pool. So it's right next to the splash pad. So you could literally walk out of your cabana and just sit in a chair in the splash pad. Hmm. And I went on their web, I went on their site last night and I was looking and you can actually, it'll show you which cabanas are available. Oh, really? So you can book the specific one that you want. Now, obviously, you have to be staying there to book it because you can't. I just don't know it. that for sure. I don't know that for sure. And I'm almost thinking about it. For it has to be because technically, you can't use the pools if you're not staying at right. the resort. But I mean, I guess maybe they take your money if it's not being booked. But I mean, if you have to stay there, you might have to stay there for right. a night. Right, I mean, you love you want to stay there anyway, don't I you? I want. I'm dying to stay there. I am dying to stay there. It's a little out of the. It's a little off the beaten path, though. Even for over there, it feels like it's off property almost. Like we're yeah, you know Dolphins. what I said. And the funny thing is, I said the same exact thing that you just said. I said the same exact thing that you just said because I said, "Here's the deal." I said. Now across the street, that's starting to become the cheerleader place. Right. It's got more amenities. It's got more restaurants. It's closer to the parks. This one is across the street. I'm always looking at the angle where it's going to be quieter and there's going to be less weasels. I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, but it feels like more separated. Like, I know it's supposed to be part of the Swan and Dolphin, but it feels very separated from those. It totally does. Like distance, I just feel. I guess just crossing that street and having like actual traffic there just makes it seem so different from anywhere else on property that it kind of takes. But like I told her, and she agreed. I said, you know what? We paid the we paid the extra hundred dollars for the water parks and the sports thing. Mm -hmm. I said that's when we go up for a weekend. I said, and we go to Typhoon Lagoon in the morning, and we come back, and then we go do our free miniature golf. Right, And then we hang out at the freaking pool all afternoon. And then we go to Epcot or Hollywood Studios for two hours at night. And that's it. And that's it. That's a perfect day, isn't it? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. The only th I mean, I wouldn't do a cabana if you're going to do Typhoon Lagoon because you're probably not going to want to be in the pool too much after being at the water. Yeah, I wouldn't do the night. cabana that day. No, I'd, I'd do it just a day that we're going to do nothing. Right. I mean, how nice would it be just to put golf on in the cabana and be sitting on a couch, like being yeah. covered from that heat and just reaching in and getting like a bottle of water could... or a Gatorade whenever you want and having some strawberries. And <laughs> that's when you really know that you're a douche, don't you think? I don't know though. For seventy-five bucks, <laughs> it's almost a no-brainer. Like if it was like two twenty, you'd be like, yeah, that's a lot for that. Yeah, that's a good deal, isn't it? But for seventy-five, it's almost like. We can't do it for nothing because people would argue over them. But for seventy five, we're just breaking even on the drinks that we're giving you. Ah, it's so nice, and, and you know you gotta, you have to have the guy go get you like one of those umbrella drinks, right? Oh, I'd be drinking. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, like you'd be getting money. cocktails all afternoon, wouldn't you? But I would do that anyway if I was just sitting on one of the regular chairs if I'm hanging right. out at the pool. So yeah, absolutely. Just put it on the tab. And that was it, and then you drove back after you got your pizza? Yeah. Did you have it that night or the next day? 
Uh, we had a few of that few pieces that night. It was points. It was so good. But you've had the pizza already. Right? The margarita pizza is so good. Does it travel well? Traveled well, and it that's just, good. Oh, just just has that black on the crust. Yeah, that's good. The wood fire or whatever. The just coal the wood fire. fire. Yeah. And and if you look at the picture, they just they drop fresh basil leaves. Like it mm-hmm. was just picked from the garden that day. Just fresh basil leaves yep, right on that margarita that. pizza. Simple, oh. just simple stuff. Oh. you said that Christmas Eve. Yeah. When I did the dining room, j- j- just simple. That's all it is. It's all it needs to be. If you do it right, if you have good quality ingredients, simple is all you need. Yep. Sounds good to me. Anything else you want to add here? Should we take our second break? Uh, we can take our second break here. All right. We'll be right back. in your life you find her someone who turns your heart around and next thing you know you're closing down the town wake up and it's with you even though you're left way across town wondering to yourself All right, we are back from break. Episode number 438 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked a little uh, Eat to the Beat concert series reviews. Sounds like both shows were were pretty good, what you expected, and uh, had a couple good meals and tried a new place. and No rides. either. Two, two weeks in a row at Epcot, you didn't go on a single attraction. Is that amazing? Uh, not, not really. I'm not super surprised. I mean, it would be hard for me to go on my way out of Epcot and seeing like a, a walk on for Spaceship Earth and not just hop on. But other than that, especially when you went International Gateway, there's nothing for you to do because you're not going to wait an hour and a half for the Ratatouille ride on the way out. No. So, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. I texted Alex. I said, we, I said, went to Epcot two straight weeks and didn't do one attraction. That's a good play right there. He said, I think that qualifies as a good leave, Pards. Good leave. Would you yeah. agree? Sounds like a good leave, yeah. Right. Anything else you want to add here? No. No. You want me to wrap things up? We went a little long today. Yes, please. What do we got coming up on YouTube? YouTube.com. I'm still I'm still working on the miniature golf. I'm trying to figure out how to put a scorecard in there. So I put the scorecard on. Did yeah, you, you just it? huh? Did you watch it? No, I watched it. I just put the beginning on. I didn't watch the entire thing. I updated the score every hole. I didn't see I, that. Are I you had sure? After, yeah, I didn't leave it up the whole time. After every hole, I had it up for like 10 seconds. Then it All went right, away. I'll have to rewatch it. Yeah, there's a there's a scorecard on it every time. It's the best one of the day. You, I guess that shows uh, your editing process there. 
Maybe if it didn't send over, then let me know. But the file I have shows it. All right, I'll recheck it. I didn't see it, but anyway, so that could come out anytime. Maybe air, air not... in the air supply concert. We is coming up. Oh, beautiful! Oh, beautiful! YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Everywhere else, That's it's uh, at WDWBTG on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our website is WDWBTG.com. You can email the show info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Anything else? No. All right. That's going to do it for episode number 438 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-Y.